Welcome to The Peel, where we break through the surface of sustainability in Florida and get to the juicy stuff at the center of it all. I'm your host, Amber Whittle, Executive Director of South Bay Sarasota. We're a nonprofit that's increasing the resilience, affordability, and health of Florida's buildings and communities. And we're saving the planet along the way. Check out our programs and events at southface.org, Sarasota. Our guest today is Chantal Bilodeau, founder of the Arts and Climate Initiative. Welcome, Chantal, and thanks for joining us on The Peel. Thank you for having me. So would you please describe your work at the intersection of storytelling and the climate crisis? Yes, I'm uh, the artistic director of an organization called the Arts and Climate Initiative. And um, we are a theater organization and we try to create space for people to have conversations about the climate crisis in a way that leaves them uh, feeling empowered and inspired. So we want to create stories that uh, bear witness to the present moment, moment. So we're not shying away from reality or trying to sugarcoat anything. Um, we definitely want to acknowledge things that are being lost. Uh, but we also want to imagine what a just and regen regenerative future might look like. So we want to um, give people a reason to get out of bed in the morning and fight for what they uh, want to see in the future. And we do that through a number of programs that include live theatrical events, panel conversations, workshops, publications, and a global theater festival. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Do you do this all over the globe or are you mainly based in New York City? I'm just guessing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're based in New York City, but we have one program in particular called Climate Change Theater Action, which happens all over the globe. All right. So what are a few of your favorite projects? Uh, th that's one, Climate Change Theater Action, and that's one that's happening uh, right now. So that's a program that happens every other year on odd years. It was initially created uh, in, in 2015 around the Paris Climate Conference. We wanted to find a way artistically to sort of bring attention to that very important moment. And then we've kept it going ever since. So every other year, we commissioned 50 playwrights from around the world to write a very short play, about five minutes long, five to ten minutes long, about an aspect of the climate crisis based on a prompt. And then we make these plays available for free to anyone who is interested in organizing an event in their community within a specific time window, which is uh, between September and December. And these events can be of any size. They can be public or not. For example, a lot of professors will use these plays in their classroom. Um, and they can include work by other artists. So we just ask people to use one of the plays that we commission, and then they can add, um, you know, dance, visual arts, other playwrights to really create something that is unique to them and their community. And then in addition to this um, theatrical or artistic experience, we ask people to include an action, since it's called Climate Change Theater Action, as part of their event. So... Uh, something that helps build community or that increases engagement to with the climate crisis. And so if people wanted to participate or get in touch with you, how would they do that? They can go to the website, climatechangetheateraction.com, um, and they there's a series of guidelines that explains the project more in detail. And, and um, they can find all the information there to get in touch with us and request access to the plays. 
I can definitely, Sarasota is a very arts heavy community, so I could definitely see uh, that intersection here that people might want to do it either in our K through 12 schools or even, you know, some of our colleges here. That's great. Yeah. So as an artist, we always, so as an environmentalist, we always feel like we're preaching to the choir. We're always talking to the same people. Um, but as an artist, you have different audiences that you interact with. Um, so what audiences do you think that you're interacting with that are different than just the preaching to the choir? It depends on which program we're doing and also the location. So, for example, a few years ago, we collaborated with uh, another New York organization called Superhero Clubhouse on a fellowship for residents of the Lower East Side neighborhood in New York City. And this was called the Lower East Side Coastal Community Fellowship, where uh, we worked with the fellows over a period of three years. Um, and these were all people who had experienced disruption or displacement during Hurricane Sandy. And they we worked and helped them create an artistic response to this experience. So these were people who were, for the most part, low income. Some of them lived in government housing. They certainly didn't uh, identified as being environmentalists, but they had a lived experience of something that was made worse by climate change. And they were very passionate. They felt very passionate about their neighborhood and their resilience of their neighborhood. So we were able to work with them in creating a sort of climate uh, themed work that spoke to them and to other people in their neighborhood, even though they might not be thinking about this topic on a regular basis. And then we have other programs like the one I mentioned, Climate Change Theater Action, which brings in audiences uh, from all over the place. Some of them, again, who are already concerned with these issues, some of them who might not think about it very um, often, for example, um, I mentioned schools and universities. So, you know, we reach people who are new to thinking about these things um, or sometimes communities where people might be um, concerned but are not really engaged. And so the event brings them together. We've we've had a lot of feedback that audiences are uh, feel inspired and uh, hopeful because they meet other people in their community that have the same concerns. So it's a community building um, event. And um, and sometimes it's just, you know, if we do, if people do program outside, then, outside, then you just grab whoever happens to be passing by and they can be on any anywhere in the spectrum. Awesome. Do you find um, New York City has a lot of very generous um, arts patrons? Same thing uh, with Sarasota, who might not that might not overlap with um, environmental patrons. And so, do you find that you have art patrons who um, prior weren't really that um, interested in the environmental field, but now are due to your work? I would say that about artists. Some of the artists we work with, you know, will will uh, work with actors or directors or whatever artists who might not have been thinking about these things. In terms of the patrons, um, we're we're so clearly branded as an organization that does climate work that um, I think for the most part <laughs> they they've been thinking about these things, or if not, they're really interested. So. Um, but we do, we do 
straddle the the arts community and the climate community and tend to bring both to our events. And we are so appreciative of that. The more you can get out there and you know, outreach and communication. It's always great to meet people where they are and do something that's much more inventive than the dry talks we usually give. Yes, it's really nice that for people, I think, and even for us to be able to engage in a way where we can bring our whole selves, you know, emotions and all to the topic and not just um, try to be very logical, very rational um, and distanced. So um, it's it's a very, it's we hope that it's a very healing space. So how did your work evolve to focus on the climate crisis? You mentioned 2015 Paris Accord. Uh, was that the beginning of it? Uh, It started earlier because I'm a playwright. So uh, in 2007, I went on a trip to Alaska and just on vacation and um, experienced firsthand the impacts of climate change because, of course, it was happening there much earlier and much faster than in the rest of the country. And it was so obvious. You could see how glaciers had retreated and and depleted and... um, I from that experience, I started, well, I thought I was going to write one play about the climate crisis, and then it turned out to be a series of plays. And then this uh, this interest in writing plays then evolved into creating this organization because I felt like as a playwright, you know, just one voice writing a play takes a long time. Um, it's not going to make enough. It's not going to change things fast enough. So um, from that, I created the organization trying to give voice to more people and trying to reach more audiences. Well, thank you to Chantal and thanks for listening to The Peel. To get involved with South Face Sarasota, visit southface.org Sarasota. Until next time, stay sunny.